0: Gabriel with Lisa Crown Podcast. I am Lisa Crown, your host and owner. Oh, oh my god,
1: everybody.
0: <clears throat> fucking gem in my hot seat today. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about Coach. Having this podcast as long as I have, I am always looking to have somebody in the hot seat that's gonna give me a rush, that's gonna get my energy going and flowing because they bring so much to the table. I am so excited, no elated, no over the moon, no out of my mind about who I have in my seat today. You guys have to understand when I was a title sales executive 25 years ago, this person was on my radar. It was the number one agent in my whole entire territory, probably in your territory in your territory in everybody's territory. And I was just like, I gotta land this guy. I gotta land this guy. And he was on that target list, you know, that I talk about, that top target wanted list. He was the number one guy on there. And the fact of the matter that I had the opportunity to get to know, get to work with, get to be friends with, get to have a relationship with the guy who closes over 300 million dollars in real estate. He's number one world wide in REMAX with no no other, you know, realtors on his team. This is a, he does this all on his own with an assistant or two um in the world, not in Westlake, not in LA, not in California, not in the US. worldwide. And this person just launched his first book ever. It's called The Agent's Edge. It's forwarded by Sylvester Stallone. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Jordan Cohen. I can't
1: even sit. The hot seat is so hot. I'm like popping out of my chair right now. You just got me so jazzed and so fired up. Uh, I can't even stand it, Crownie. So uh, I am honored uh, to be here as your guest on your podcast. Uh I'm I'm so thrilled, humbled, and honored that you asked me to be on here. So so from the bottom of my heart, thank you for that. And I appreciate uh, and I, hope oh, I appreciate my- that.
0: Are you Exactly. Okay. Thank you so much. I Before we dive in, because I want to ask you a bunch of questions about your book. You're an author. I got you in my hot seat because you're an author. So this is really special to me because as you can see, my track record is I put a lot of authors in my hot seats um, because I'm fascinated by people who write books and give us things to kind of focus on and have tactics on and learn from. So to me, you're in this hot seat as an author. But before we dive in for me interviewing you as an author, I want to publicly say thank you so much. It's going to choke me up, but that's okay. Thank you so much for taking a chance on me. When I, there was just no way every title rep and their mom were lined up. It was like the chance was one in a billion. And the fact that day, I'll never forget, we were in your office and you said, "Crownie, you're in. And it was a bit of like a shedding, Jordan. Like, I was in a... I did, you're, you're blowing my mind right now. I didn't... I, did, I was like I in was a so cocoon. I
1: didn't even get it, so... I man, got, my, I, wings yeah, I got my wings
0: that day. I got my wings that day. And I... You, you opened doors using your name, learning from you. Um, You you made me nervous. You made me sweaty in areas I didn't sweat. You, like, <laughs> really, you, you rocked me, you know? And I just... I love that you... You just were so cool. So down to earth. You didn't make me feel like I wasn't good enough to be in the room with you. Like we oh did. shit. Come on. We're, come on. I'm you're, you. you're blowing my mind. Here. I can't help it. And I want my listeners to listen to this shit because I have nothing but gratitude and I'm just so, so grateful. Thank you for literally catapulting my career and giving me an opportunity because I land so many mega targets after that when I was when they were able to see that you gave me a shot then they were able to give me
1: a shot. You're, you're embarrassing me with all those kind words, Crownie, but I'm, uh, I'm, I'm uh, uh, very uh, grateful and humbled that, I, that we were able to work together. And you exceeded all my expectations of what a title rep should be and what a title rep should do. And you were so cool. And sometimes the best title reps are the ones that are just cool. Because I know from my experience, I wasn't necessarily looking for all the tools of a a title rep. I was looking for a title rep that had that cool factor, that knew when not to talk, not to interrupt, not to just take time. Because, you know, good successful real estate agents are very busy. So you understood, you knew your audience. And part of being a good salesperson, same with on social media, you have to know your audience. And Man, you are the best. I mean, so, Ben and Jamie are amazing, but they learn from you, Crowley, right? So you, it baby. starts at the pyramid and works its way down. So I was lucky to find you. So thank, thank you for that.
0: You. Thank you so much. That means so, so much to me. And I just really wanted to say that. So now let's, without further ado, who's Jordan Cohen, the author of The Agent's Edge? Look at this. Look at this. I just can't. <laughs> well, that,
1: this is a life changer for me. Lisa, like, I can't even tell you uh, what, how this has changed my life, right? So I figure at some day that when I have grandkids, that I want my grandkids to say, oh, Papa wrote a book, like you have that opportunity to do something so big as write a book, you take advantage of that opportunity. And for me, at my age right now, at 56, I, you know, I have uh, some more years left, but I don't know how many more years left. So for me, it was like, kind of like a legacy play that I was hoping to write a book that could be on shelves for decades to come for salespeople, for anybody in the real estate industry, for obviously real estate agents, title reps, mortgage brokers, escrow officers to get in the uh, mind and tactics of real estate agent that sells a lot of real estate. So it's my legacy. It's something that I'm so excited about.
0: I am thrilled over the moon you decided to make that decision. When somebody came to you, I know somebody came and approached you on this because to think that someone as brilliant as you was going to go under the ground one day down the road and not leave all your brilliance for those oh, that are out in real of
1: estate. Greg, right. do you want me to tell you how it came about, how it happened? Yeah, tell tell me this how that happened. Yeah, tell us how. So, so what happened was I was representing an agent at CAA who was a movie agent, the movie, a big, big Hollywood agent. And I represented him on two real estate transactions. And he said to me, he goes, Jordan, man, you're so good at this. You ought to write a book. Have you ever thought about that? And I said, I actually have for 20 years. I've thought about it. And he said, can I connect you with one of our literary agents? He said, just so I'm clear, are you really the number one REMAX agent in the world? Because there's 144,000 Remax agents around the globe. And I said, Yeah, I am. Like probably at that time it was like four or five years of it. So he said, Can I connect you with one of our literary agents? So I said, Yeah. So I vibed with an agent at CAA. And he said, I want to sign you. I want to represent you. And I said, Timeout. Are you telling me right now that I have an agent? Like, and he goes, Yeah. I go, stop right there. I don't give a shit if I ever write a book. Just I can't wait to tell my wife this, that I actually have an agent, because I'm a real estate guy, right? There's We don't have agents, you know? So I got the agent, uh, and then the next process is you write a uh, what's called a treatment, which is like a 25-page treatment of what the book would look like. And then I did that with a collaborator, but that took me about probably about four to six months to get that perfect, because I, I like to think uh, I'm a perfectionist when it comes to stuff like that with my name on it. And then my agent took that and he sent it out for, uh, to all the publishers. I had multiple offers and I chose HarperCollins Leadership because I love the leadership team there. And man, it's just such a great name. I mean, it's HarperCollins. Totally. Right? Chills. Yeah. So Chills. It was a huge win for me. But then I came up with, then what happened after that, once I signed my book deal, that was the first time in 32 years that I work for somebody else now that is paying me before the job is done, because in real estate, you get paid after a job is done, after an escrow closes. So then it was a whole new ball of wax for me. But I made the commitment at that point that I was going to write a great book and pour out all my secret strategies that I developed over 32 years that would help anybody in our industry, from real estate agents to title reps to mortgage brokers, etc., And I pour it all out and I give all my strategies, all my tactics. I like to think I gave career changing advice and real usable tactics.
0: You do. I mean, I'm first three chapters in on this. I cannot put the book down. The, The tactics are unbelievable and they're unbelievably related to our business as title people. And I'm taking them and converting them to title. They are, you're dropping a gazillion nuggets down in the first three chapters, which is sick. The book isn't even, it doesn't even come out till June 6th. You can pre-order it, which I am encouraging every listener to do hands down. It is, it is the guide to these gems, these gems that have been sitting in that brain for 32 years. I just can't get over it. So now it means so much for me to say that
1: because, because I respect you so much. That I'm so excited that you get a chance to read it, because it is it is truly game changing strategies. I, I don't want to sound like arrogant when I say that, because that's not my personality by any stretch of the imagination. But I really do give sales strategies that have made me very very productive in my industry. Oh, and it's yeah, and I hope every title rep at FNTG through the entire Fidelity National Title Group. I hope they embrace it. I hope they read it. And I hope it helps them get in the minds of real estate agents to be able to communicate with real estate people in a different
0: fashion. Oh, 100%. In the first three chapters, in the first chapter, in the introduction, in Sylvester Sloan's foreword, they have it. Okay, that's, that's that how good
1: right there. That this is.
0: And I'm telling you, and this is what you know about me too. And I'm a coach. I don't blow smoke. I can't put a book out, Jordy, that I, you know, that I can't put my name behind too, regardless, right? Like I'm telling you guys right now. This is what so I read about 25 books a year, and for me, I'm looking for tactics and things I can actually implement and take and grab. I mean, take and grab, I feel like a kid on freaking Halloween. I'm just like, I'm like grabbing all these nuggets. I don't want, I'm like, they're falling on my lap. Like, I don't even know what to say. Yeah, you were
1: texting me parts of it saying, This is so good for my title reps. (laughs) This is good for a new title rep. This is good for somebody that's struggling but doing okay. That could be better. And this is good for your great title reps to get even better because there's no ceiling too high in anybody in sales in our industry. There's no ceiling too high.
0: That's right. right. So That's right. You get that so clear. I love it. What do you envision your readers are taking away from this book?
1: Uh, A a set game plan, a real strategy from beginning to end in order to interview, compete and win. Because anybody in our industry, if you're a title rep, You have to be prepared at any given moment to interview with a real estate agent or a developer to get their business. You have to be rehearsed and confident in your presentation. Confidence and excitement are contagious. And the only way to get excited and to have that confidence is to know exactly what you're going to do and say to convince who's ever interviewing you that you are the best you are better than other title reps. So I give a real game plan for that. I give real strategies to be able to interview, compete, and win. Because you never know what's that one thing that is going to resonate with that real estate agent or developer or whoever else that you're interviewing. So I like to give a lot of different stuff that you should be able to read practice. Practice is everything. So when I first started in sales, in real estate sales, I started developing my presentation and I would practice it with my girlfriend who became my fiance and is now is my wife of 30 years, but I practiced for six months. I didn't even turn on a TV because once I made the commitment that I'm going to be a real estate salesperson, I made that commitment that I was going to be the best. And the only way to be the best in any kind of sales is to have skill. It's great to be a people person. It's great to be nice. It's great to be that. But you better have some real dedicated language to be able to interview, compete, and win. Any just- title rep that comes to me. Now, I'm not flexible. I love my title, people. I love Fidelity National Title Group. I love it. However, I am going to say, if another title rep came to me, it's not going to happen. But I used to be open. and You never know when somebody drops the ball. It's all about timing. So you never know when you're going to need to make a presentation and interview for the job because that's what it is. It's an interview. You're interviewing with a real estate agent for the job of being their title partner. You're right. right? So you, you have know, to be in an interview.
0: I just did a video today going out to my to my my elite club reps and I in it leveraged that part of the book in there saying, after reading the first three chapters, my greatest takeaway from this book so far is about how you need a home run presentation. And that's one of my biggest takeaways to be bulletproof in this next quarter comes from that mindset. That was really huge for me. I remember, Jordan, when I was your rep, you're like trying to get in here and you had this gorgeous leather Presentation book, You're like like I needed white gloves to put it on, you know, to hold it, right? It was like this. I saw it like my eyes popped out of my head because people were doing things on like Xerox machines and staples and grabbing papers and sticky notes. You had this thing. So you have always, since all the years, you know, 20 plus years that, you know, we worked together, I was, I would always see this. This You had this thought process of always evolving that presentation, and it was just, it always rocked my world. So that's a huge takeaway. Thank you, Cranny. Let me, let me tell
1: you why it's so important. Right now, everybody is so focused on two words, lead generation. Everybody in our industry is so focused on lead generation, but nothing is worse than getting in front of a decision maker and not being prepared to compete. And win. It makes you hate the industry. If you're not confident in what do I do after all this lead generation, what do I do once I get in front of somebody? That's what my book really is the heart of the book. I have seven chapters on presentation, but that's the. in our industry has gotten so focused on that, but there's not a lot of, okay, I did all this lead generation. Now, what do I do and say to actually compete and win? except for the basics, comps, a little bit about the company. It's the same with a title rep. If all you're doing is talking about the company, you're going to lose to somebody that could come in there and add to that. So my goal in my presentation is to add to what the norm is. And For example, add to over and above Zillow and Realtor.com and all that stuff. What am I going to do bigger and better? How am I going to elevate it? bigger and better than my competition. And I think I provide answers to that in the book.
0: You sure do. I I will say this. I know people are listening right now going, can you go back a few sentences when you said the word confidence? Because anybody in any sales, at any level, even my top 2%, the killers in the country, we need to tap into that. Why are you so confident? How did you build the confidence to get better? Now, I've asked you that question a long time ago and you brought up back 15 years ago, you brought up, the time with Becky that the practice piece was huge is there something you could add to that because you practicing with her elevated your game is there anything to add to the practicing piece
1: yeah so I did what my broker told me I went out door knocked I prospected I got my first
0: yeah
1: back in the day and and I love Todd man and he gave me my start and then what happened was I got my first two listing interviews, Lisa, and I lost. I failed to two better real estate salespeople. So I lost those. Each one of those deals were $200,000 homes. Each one of those would have paid me $6,000, which would have doubled my net worth and got me out of my parents' house, out of my childhood bedroom. So I said, I had no confidence in my presentation, but it hit me at that moment. If I was better in that one hour, just like a title rep, Nothing would be more frustrating than if I'm a title rep and I get an interview with a top producing real estate or a brand new real estate agent that you just know is going to be a top producing agent, right? And you get that interview, that meeting with the real estate agent, but you fail to impress them. You're, you're nice, all that kind of stuff, but you're, you're not providing enough valuable information compared to your competition. So I failed on those two interviews cost me six grand each one, and I wanted to quit the business. And I realized there's got to be a secret to this. So that's when I focused everything on developing, creating a competitive listing presentation, knowing what to do and say from the minute I knock on the door to the minute I leave. Closes, what closes? So like one of my best closes is, I want you to be as confident in me as I'm in myself, that I'm the best agent for you. So that works great with title. If a title rep said to me with confidence, I want you to be as confident in me as I am in myself, that I'm the best title rep, that I'm going to help you elevate your business to another level, that I'm going to bring to you the best tools and strategies over and above my competition, my colleagues, I want you as confident as me as I'm in myself, that I'm the best title rep possible to help you with your business. I would go, wow. This is a confident, like you were crowny, You were very confident mm-hmm. in your presentation to me in the beginning. Mm-hmm. If you would honestly, as nice as you were, that wouldn't have mattered if you were kind of passive and, you know, giggly and not a great salesperson, right? I needed a great salesperson. So that's the key.
0: So but let me tell you, I want to chime into that for a second because people are listening guys. I was so nervous But here's my thing. If you want to play with the big boys or the big girls, you, you've got to bring your game. I was nervous inside. I wanted to do to do well. But the most important thing was, I deserve this. I deserve this opportunity. Right. And that Even though part of me was like, well, but that guy has more experience and that guy has a laptop and this guy, you know, has been in business 30 years and there was all these things that were better or bigger than me. If I let that be my driver, we wouldn't be sitting here today. Jordan, you know, the hell I am because. It, it that mindset plays a really big role. And I, Jordan, I love in your book, you do talk about this about the mistakes you made and how well those fueled you, even when it came down to a personal sale transaction with your you know, today's your wife now, you know, her, her, her parents, her in-laws and how that thing turned into a big cluster, you know, at the end. And I just, I love that rawness about you because people who listen to you, people who know you, all your followers are just like, dude, this guy, he's on top. He's got no issues. He's never failed. And the fact that in this book, you talk about your failures, like, so I just loved the vulnerability and the diving into the mistake piece, because that's where people get tripped up, right? They, they think, they, they think like Kobe didn't make mistakes and JLo doesn't make mistakes and Britain, you know, like uh, these people that don't make mistakes. It's like, that's how they built this massive, you know, career. Celebrities built that, you know, based on making mistakes. And it's a disconnect where they look at somebody like you and say, this guy didn't mess up. So you really talk about, you go pretty hard and fast early on. I mean, it's even a bit in the intro and then it's in, you know, chapter one, you talk about your mistakes. What did your, what was the gr- biggest takeaway, you know, you had from making mistakes and then people listening who are so afraid to make mistakes because they want to do it perfect. What advice do you have for them?
1: Well, I'm, I'm grateful for my mistakes, Lisa. And I'll tell you why, because the mistakes is what fueled my passion and fire to get better because I didn't want to make more mistakes. I didn't want to be uncomfortable. I didn't want to guess. There's nothing worse than a salesperson trying to say an answer when they don't really know. For example, uh, if you're a car salesman, you know, does this go to 160 miles per hour? Yeah, I think everybody knows that they're not sure of themselves. The right answer to that is, I don't know, but I'm going to find out for you. So making the mistakes lit a fire in me to never make those mistakes again. And so that fueled me to become better at my interview presentation and to be better through the entire process of a transaction was learning from my mistakes. So I'm grateful for those mistakes. I think if I hadn't have made those mistakes, I might've got complacent and maybe a little lazy. Uh, Sometimes the mistakes is a good thing.
0: I appreciate that. You know, it's the best advice I've ever been given in my career was make mistakes. Cause when I was really on in my career, all I wanted to do is do everything perfectly. Cause I thought if you mess it up, then you lose your chance and you absolutely don't. And I think everyone just wants to hit these home runs. They want v- their videos to be home runs. And they want their, you know, classes to be home runs. It's like, dude, base hit. Base
1: what happened hit. to the whole but
0: base hit advice, you know? To a title
1: rep, if I ask a title rep a question and the title rep doesn't know the answer, acts like they do or pretends, a good real estate agent will see right through that. So the best answer is always, I don't know, but I'm going to find out for you. I'm going to make that call right now. I'm going to find the answer to you right away. Any person's going to respect that answer. Versus I, I don't think so, or maybe those are the wrong answers.
0: I must have said that to you a hundred times in all you know of our transactions through our 15 years together. I, I I had to throw that line out to you so many times because you have such big properties that come with uniqueness. I learned so much from your t- transactions that I was constantly saying to Jordan, you guys, like, not totally sure. Let me double check with my team. I'll have an answer for you in less than you know 20 minutes or a half hour. Oh. Oh. And I would be there without answer. And I called it's anybody human. I needed to to find out.
1: Yeah, it's human nature to understand that if you don't know. Not, yeah, I didn't lose
0: you over it. Yeah,
1: I, I of course not. I say I don't know every day. So do every I. Day. What's the answer? I don't know, but I'm going to find out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I learned that lesson a long time. Ago.
0: Yeah, know, and it's out. so okay. And we're and yeah, and you're still great at what you do if you don't know. You know, I do love. I just have to point out again. I know we kind of mentioned it earlier. I just love how your book. Is So helpful in the title space. Thank you for that edge. Number one, I'll tell you why it's so helpful to us is for us to understand more of the intricacies of what our industry is dealing with and going through, through all the different decades, because to historically understand something that you're a part of, especially for our new people who are listening, it's neat because you really do take us back to back in the day and you know how you had your early on you know starts and I love how you bring in mentors and coaches and you said something in your book that rocked my world and thank you for doing that you said if you had to go and start from the beginning today and select a brokerage that you would be choosing a brokerage that had training and coaching in it that that was such a big aha for you over 30 years. And thank you. That was a nice plug yeah. for your good old pal crowny over here because you are right. That's one of the reasons why I
1: wrote the book. Cause I was, I get asked every day on Instagram for advice. If you're a new agent, what should I do? I'm losing on the interviews, things like that. So I get asked that so much. That's one of the benefits of writing this book. I can literally say, you know, if you read my book, it'll answer every question you have. You know, it's
0: funny, a different author that I've interviewed before. He just put a post up um, and he, he left on his post. He goes, stop DMing me. I wrote a book for you. Stop DMing me. And if you do, this is what I'm going to say. Hey, I have a question about, you know, how to overcome this objection. Did you read my book? If they write back, no. What? He's like, what the fuck? Hey, what the, you know. Lisa Crown, me- you are bringing
1: the heat right now. You are I- animated. You are fired up right now. I thought I was in the hot seat. Your seat's on fire right now, Crowley. Can't be
0: stopped.
1: So,
0: guys, listen up. Don't DM him unless you read the book.
1: (laughs) You know, I I, I just said that about the train. I, I usually like to say to people, I say, If the train's going down right now, we're in a market right now that's shifting, that's changing, right? So the train right now is going down. So you have three choices. You could hold on the back for dear life and continue down. You could sit on top and write it down, or you can get in front of that train, stop that train, solve problems, and be ahead of the train. So that's kind of like an example that I like to give to certain people that I interview against. Like when I I interview with somebody, I want them, especially when it comes to pricing,
0: Guys, ahead of the training is, is ahead of the train is, is training and coaching and and teaming up with somebody who has strategies and best practices. And I love that analogy. I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it, JC. I loved it. Um, so I want to say this, you know, you drop a lot of nuggets. This is such a nugget centric book and that's where I'm captivated. Can't put it down. I'm not saying it because I adore you. I'm saying it because I mean it. It, I can't put it down because it has tactical. Anybody who's coached with me through these years, they know this is what I say. Too vague. Uh-uh. Too vague. Uh-uh. And I'm waiting to give you that feedback as I'm reading it because I keep updating you on chapters. But I'm telling you, I haven't said it yet. You dropped so many nuggets. Well, honey,
1: I made that commitment. I said, to, I, I made a commitment. This isn't going to be a motivational book. And this isn't going to be a book on, you know, getting up and doing push ups before you get in the shower or doing a vision board or, you know, exercising or dressing for sale. This isn't a book like that. This is a tactical book for salespeople. And that was my goal. That was my dream. That was my vision. And that's what it became that I'm very proud of.
0: Is there any like nugget that you can share? as like a pre-share right now that you are excited about that's in these seven chapters somewhere that you're so excited that you share or that you can't believe you're sharing?
1: Well, well there's a lot of them, but I know we're, we're focused in here on title industry. So we're focused in here on title industry. But one of the things that I would say as a title rep, I give a lot of examples, things that you invest in, I never say spend money on anything crown because nothing, I don't spend money on anything. I invest in everything I do. Everything that I do is an investment that gives me the opportunity to make more money, right? So never spend, it's always an investment. I think about every dollar that goes out of my account, can this lead to more dollars, right? For example, I don't do Matterports. I don't do 3D tours. Having a 3D tour doesn't gonna generate more income for you, right? So I do things like, marketing that can bring more money, print marketing, social media marketing, things that I'm going to invest in. So here's another good one that I think all title reps could use this. Mr. Real Estate Agent, are you aware that I'm also, and I'm going to speak slow so you understand, are you aware that we're all commissioned salespeople? Which basically means when you're a highly productive title rep like I am, when you're a great title rep, don't be afraid to say that. People wanna be associated with great people. If I'm gonna be audited, I want a great accountant, right? If I need elbow surgery, I want a great surgeon. So don't be afraid to say that if you believe that and we should all believe that. So we're a, I'm, a, I'm in the commission sales business, just like you. Basically what that means is when you're, great, when you're a great title rep, We get recruited by other title companies. Let me tell you why I chose whatever title company you work for. Let me tell you why I chose Fidelity. Let me tell you why I chose Chicago. Let me tell you why I chose Lawyer's Title. That's how you should introduce the company you work for. Make sure that your client, the real estate agent, the developer knows that if you're great at this, You can work at other places, but you chose that company. And this is why. At this title company, I'm able to provide more tools to you. At this title company, I'm allowed more freedoms to help you. There's less corporate structure to help you and benefit you. If Me as a real estate agent, I would listen to that and go, aha, because I'm going to guess I didn't know that you really do have a choice to work where you work be proud of the title company you work for and explain to the seller that you do or your client like seller that you have a choice but you chose that company does that make I sense i love that because it's that true. is so no
0: powerful title, yeah. we get away from that a little bit right we get away from that a little bit that is absolutely part of our fuel to our fire it's part it's our it's it's literally in our bag of tricks, but yeah. we're always like, ah, it's just in there, whatever. It's like, no guys, we are backed by billions of dollars. We're the best na- national title company in the country. We just, yeah, you know, yeah. They that. appreciate that. And let me tell you, back in the day when I worked for First Southwestern Title, you weren't having any part of it. You know, that just was like, it was too small of a podunk title company and I wasn't really closing it and selling it for you. But once I came to Fidelity and, and actually it was a big part of, my messaging too. I felt more confident. I felt stronger. Like you guys don't know the difference if you haven't worked for a podunk company or a smaller company or, or a boutique company a bit, but I will say, you know, you started in boutique and you do the messaging both ways, which I love in your book about how to overcome the boutique challenge where people go, be oh, you know, Alamo title or Pacific title or this title, you know, um, it's small and it's only in our area. But then there's, you know, these big companies. Yeah. I like how you do the both. Um, whatever you have to offer, whatever you have to offer, you better have language
1: on why that's the best. Agreed. Right. Everybody listening to this podcast has so much power behind them. Mr. Real Estate Agent, Mr. Developer, I am backed by the Fidelity National Title Group. I am backed by that. We're the largest title group in the world. Why that's a benefit to you? If there is a problem, if there is a hiccup, we can solve those problems. We have the backing. We have the best title officers. We have the best leadership. We have all the best because we're the biggest. And that's a benefit to you. 100%. We could solve problems. We could provide more valuable tools to you. That's why we're the biggest in the best. I love it. And that's why I chose to
0: work there. And we're our own insured, which I would add just that comma piece into that. Everything you said That's huge. spot on. You Being get a no, direct
1: line to the problem. Solving. Yes,
0: yes. And as that a was realtor, so good, I want to hear that.
1: As a, am as no. a, a realtor, I want to hear that. If I have a problem. I want to know that you're going to give me the best. There's never a guarantee that you could solve every problem as a title rep. We know that. But I want to use a title company that gives me the best chance to solve that problem. And that was so good. At Fidelity National Title Group, you offer that to to solve, to give
0: everybody the best chance to solve every problem. Mic drop. Boom. Boom, shakalaka. So- Water
1: drink, boom. Yeah, go for
0: it. I wanna say this, something that was really fun for me in my career working with you is that you work, you do work with a lot of celebrities, athletes, authors. I mean, you name it, billionaires, you know, people aren't even know, you don't really know their names but they're just, you know, at the top of their financial game. Um, so I did a lot of confidentiality agreements so I know I can't say names. Um, but you do have a forward by Sylvester Salone who's yeah. freaking Rocky, like yeah. child, you know, you said, you know, your childhood freaking like, no one,
1: no one oh, totally top of the at the pyramid.
0: Pyramid. top of the pyramid. Tell us like how that felt his, his statement. It, I, I, it cheered me up, buddy. I was, yeah. and it got me because he just knows you so much deeper than the realtor hat into you, who you are as a person. So give us a little color on that.
1: Yeah, that came about. I had represented him on the purchase of a new property in LA, and I've uh, represented him on on a few different occasions over maybe somewhere between 15 and 20 years, and we became uh, pretty cool. But I know my place in the pecking order. When you represent famous people, you don't like to ask for favors. I'm very proud. I've ripped over 150 athletes, and i learned a very valuable lesson from Marcus Allen many years ago as a Hall of Fame football player. He signed footballs from, I actually tell the story in the book, But he taught me, he said, Jordan, you're really good at what you do. You're great at what you're gonna do. I'll sign these for you for your auction items. But as you get bigger and bigger with more famous people, don't ask for things because then you cross the line from friend to fan. So I learned that and I don't like to ask for things. But the way Sly came about was I was in the middle of an escrow and I said to his amazing wife, Jennifer, who's the nicest person on the planet. I said, Jennifer, we're friends. Can I share something exciting with you? And she said, of course. And I said, I wrote a book. I'm writing this great book for, for salespeople in the real estate industry. And she goes, oh my God, Jordan, that's so exciting. I go, yeah, maybe someday I'll muster the Wavos to ask Sly to write my four. And I was kidding. And she goes, Jordan, you know, he would totally do that. For I go, don't even ask him. Don't Please don't ask him. Please don't ask him. She goes, oh, no, no. He loves you. He'll totally do that. And then 20 minutes later, Jennifer called me and goes, he would love to write your Oh, my God. I got the Yeah, yeah. And that was like, that was my aha mic drop moment. And then when he actually wrote it, he wrote it by hand and sent it to me. I had no words. It was the nicest thing anybody. And he said so many amazing things. So I think anybody that has the opportunity to have their childhood hero and their hero in general, their favorite actor, their biggest celebrity in the world. Write so many great things about you. It's the most humbling, exciting thing ever. And I'm so grateful for him doing that. And Barry his name is right on my book.
0: That right is that platform. that was so cool. That's such a cool. I mean, you've done such cool stuff. I mean, I I have so many stories because I get to hear them because I signed the confidentiality agreement. I love all your stories. And this is one for the books at the top. That's, I that's mean, this top. is really special, you know. So congratulations. On that and on your freaking book, it's just unbelievable. Can you tell our listeners how they can order the book today?
1: Well, thank you. I uh, would be uh, honored, incredibly grateful. If the, the pre-orders are so important to me, because I'm, as I told you, I'm a very competitive person and I have this dream of being a best-selling author through Wall Street Journal or the or New York Times. And the only way to become that is you need a lot of pre-order sales and then sales in the first week. So if anybody uh, wants uh, is interested in my book, uh, I'd be very grateful for them to pre-order the book. You can pre-order it from www.jordancohen.com forward slash book. If you forget the forward slash book, just go jordancohen.com. I have a click thing there. And then if you order it, then it scrolls down to order it from about six or seven different places to order it from. And then you could get the first three chapters for free. And I mean, for free, but you get the first three chapters right away. And they're awesome. Three chapters. But that's just the start because it gets better and better as every chapter.
0: I have to have you back on because I'm only on chapter three because I just got the book and thank you for sending it to me. Thank you so much. It's just like. That You're pretty cool important
1: thing. in my eyes, Crowny. So believe me,
0: I had Harper <laughs> thank
1: Collins. You, buddy. There right
0: thank over. you. I appreciated yeah, getting that nice. package from them saying. and you. So thank you for that. But I want to have you back on when I read through the rest, oh, because it's be just, honest. I want to go deeper on that stuff. It's just, this is like the pre-call right here. I'll this is pre-game, buddy, day, pre-game.
1: I will never say no to Crowny or Fidelity National Title Group. I will never say no. So I love it. So thank you for having me.
0: Buddy, it's been an honor. I can't let you go without asking because I asked everybody that I put in my hot seat. In life or in business, what do you know for sure, Jordy?
1: Well, I know for sure that my family is the most important thing to me. So no matter how uh, good business is, and no matter everything, I keep everything in priority, everything in order, family comes first and then comes all the other good stuff. So I think that's, I hope that's the right answer. I don't well, know.
0: I've watched you live that. So live I'm that. here proof to say yeah. you that is 100% spot on. I'm, I'm very loyal.
1: Me. I've worked for the same company for 32 years. You know, used to be an independent Todd Olson. Then yeah. it merged into the REMAX network uh, over 20 years ago. Todd Olson asked me, he goes, hey, if I merge into the REMAX, will you stay? I said, yeah, you know, I don't care. It's not broke. Don't fix it. So even right. to this day, as we get recruited, when you're salespeople and you get recruited to other people... And I get uh, some amazing offers to switch to other companies. Uh, But I like where I'm at. And I have a good parking space. I have my own nice little office. So I'm good. So uh, sometimes the grass isn't always greener on the other side. I know that. And I'm happy where I'm at. And I hope everybody at Fidelity National Title Group is happy with the company that they're in and making money and being productive and living their best lives.
0: I love that so much. Hey, and remember this, coaching isn't an expense. It's an investment. Look at, wow. he endorsed that line. Bam! Bam. <laughs> it's so true. I loved how you said that earlier. Thank you for all of the nuggets that you dropped today, just being so wonderful and all of your Thank support you for, your for support. all the years. We're, we're lucky to be in business, you know, with you all these years and appreciate you. And this book is just going to be a number one bestseller. I hope so. That's just like long. that. Thank you. Proud of you, buddy. See you guys.